Hi, all you SPMEs out there. Today's question has three answers, and you're going to want to stick around because the third answer is a secret as to why Lulu or where Lulu fits in terms of making the most money possible off of your books, what you should use it for, and what you shouldn't use it for. So let's get into it. The question that we sent in today was, is Lulu good for self-publishing? Now, this is a very common question that I receive quite often. It's a question that it doesn't necessarily show up with Lulu. It could be, what, is, what should I use Lulu for? What about Ingram Spark? What about Smashwords or Draft2Digital or Kindle, Amazon, ACX? There's just so many different ways a person can sell their book on so many different platforms. It can be quite confusing in order to know what exactly you should use the different platforms for and some platforms that perhaps we shouldn't be using at all. And that is what I'm going to answer today is where Lulu fits into this picture of what you should or shouldn't be using it for. But before I do that, this is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com. Hit the subscribe bell if you would like for me to make more videos like this one and check out below in the description and you will find my absolutely free self-publishing checklist to help you get started on your journey or if you already have started to help you discover what steps you're missing. So is Lulu good for self-publishing? Well, let me tell you about my story. When I first started, I started publishing on Kindle. KDP, so Kindle Direct Publishing, was where I got my start. And I put out my books on Kindle, and then I quickly understood that you need to get them onto the onto CreateSpace, which is now KDP Print, so that we have print copies and we have the Kindle copies available. And that was where I started, and I did several books along this line until somebody pointed out the fact that I was losing tons of money by not having audiobooks. At which point, I then went on to ACX, and I figured that process out of finding narrators and such in order to get my books into audiobook format. Now, at that point, I thought, well, this is it, right? I have a paperback, I have my ebook, and I have my audiobook. Well, that was not quite the whole story. I thought I had had it everywhere, since I know KDP Print pushes their books out everywhere. But after that, I discovered that you can also do hardback books. And the part that I didn't completely understand was that some people only like to read books in the exact format that they decide. So for some people, the only format they're really liking to do, that is hardback. Or some people only like to listen to their books. Some people only like to read them on their on their Kindle. So we need to make sure that the books are available in the format that people like to have them when they're ready to listen or read those books. If they don't have them in the format they want, then they will find another book that is in the format that they want. And so what is the correct solution? Well, you're going to want to have them in all of the formats that they have. But I can say that when it came to the hardback books, that was when I did some exploration only to find out that Lulu was the easiest way to get high quality hard covered books onto the market. And that was a big discovery for me. Now there are some downsides to it, including the proof costs and such, but I'll get into that in a bit. So the question then was, is Lulu good for self-publishing? And the answer is yes. However, I would only be using it for the hardcover books. So 
And the reason being is because the others already cover a lot of the distribution. You have to pay for the proof. You do not have to pay for an ISBN number, but they are going to mail you a copy of the book that they want you to hold in your hands. Now, most sites like KDP Print and Ingram Spark, they will give you a, the ability to look at the proof digitally like a PDF and you can look at it and see if you like what it looks like and improve it from there. But for some reason, Lulu, I personally believe that they want you to order that proof because they want to ensure you're serious about the book. You're not just throwing garbage out there. Some people, I've heard of strategies putting 10 books a day that are just low content books, and that which is, you know, I believe all strategies are worth you know, worth testing out. You know, if you want to throw out journals every day, journals for people with puppies, journals with people with pit bulls, you know, these sorts of things, so that people can can write their uh, write their journals or their or their uh, their diaries or whatever it might be, low content books, that you would be less likely to play this game if you actually have to put some money into it and order a copy of the book. And so, in a way, they're making their money off of that if they're going to have to review the thing in the first place. But then if you don't like it, what are you going to do? Order another proof and another proof, and it just starts to get a little bit heavy at that point. And so, but I would say that if you want to maximize it, and this is bringing additional money in, and the other thing that's great is that with Lulu, you are no longer on Amazon in one sense. In other words, if Amazon were to shut your account down, which they do regularly, if you ever get a warning message from Amazon, you need to respond to that immediately. Um, and they shut accounts down for violating rules that sometimes <clears throat> were not completely clear to people were rules in the first place. And so it's good not to have all your money in one, all your eggs in one basket. So not having everything in just Amazon. But if you put it on Lulu, it goes back to Amazon anyways, and it will link up with your book on Amazon. So that's another important point to remember that Lulu will get you on Amazon, but you're not actually on Amazon in the sense that if they shut your Amazon account down, you will continue making sales through Amazon, through Lulu. And they will also distribute your hardback books in areas that maybe some of the softback uh, books will not go. The next thing is, is that there's some downsides on Lulu. One of them was, as I mentioned, you had to pay for the proof. But the other is the reporting has been very difficult to follow. It's Their, their reports are are quite, uh, or have, they've, when they've changed their system around a bit, it makes it a little bit hard to do it. A lot of people complain about that. But I can tell you, every downside has an upside as well. The more difficult it is to publish in an area, for example, Ingram Spark requires an ISBN and these other, and these others, and there's and it makes you wait some time before you get paid or whatever. So it discourages people from actually publishing in these locations. And this is, even though it's not the secret answer of the day, it is a very important secret, which is barriers to entry, things that make it like a wall pushing people out of particular publishing platforms. These can be very strategic for you to go into these exact areas because you won't have as much competition. The more and harder the work it requires somebody to do something, the less likely they are going to be to do that very thing, which means there will be less books that you're competing against. And those people who only like hardback books, they're going to be looking at your Lulu books and saying, wow, this person has hardback books. It also establishes, if you see a book and it's available in Kindle, you can get it in the, in the EPUB, you can get it uh, uh, you can get it on the print, you can get it in hardback, in audiobook, all of these formats. It also establishes the book is probably higher quality because who would go through so much work to get it into 50 different formats? Or if you wanted to do, uh, what was it, CD Baby, I think it was. I, uh, you can also put it on CDs. Some people still are listening to probably cassette tapes if you were able to get it in that format. I remember 
one comment that Elon Musk made, and he said that when we're putting our content out there, like he was annoyed that PayPal was no longer willing to take checks. And the reason being is, well, checks, that's so old fashioned. You know, why would anybody want to deal with checks? And the answer is there's always a market. So why would you want to cut out a huge chunk of, of the population who maybe still uses checks? I mean, I'm saying that even if they wanted to use paper money, you should be willing to accept it unless you see that it costs you too much on administrative costs, in which case you can just raise the fees in order to compensate so that you always will make a profit off of every transaction. So there's no reason you should ever lose money on transactions unless, of course, it's just about bringing new customers in. But otherwise, it's okay as long as you've got it available in the formats and you're making money. And once you've got it out there and that proof is approved on Lulu, you're going to continue making money off of this particular location. But let's get into the secret answer of the day, our third answer. And the answer is it's that the max maximum distributions, they look like this. And I'm going to tell you where you need to publish your different books. Lulu is going to be for your hardbacks. You're going to use Smashwords for our eBooks. We put an EPUB file in there and we distribute it through that route. Our KDP, we're going to use Kindle Direct Publishing to also get eBooks out through a different set of channels. It'll be our, on the Amazon and the Kindle format, even though Smashwords can also do it if you make a certain number of sales. Our, we're going to use KDP Print to get our paperbacks through Amazon, <clears throat> and that is going to, uh, they're going to have their own distributions. We always use extended distribution, and we should be making $5 a book on per manuscript and, and $1 additional for each additional manuscript that goes, and on the Kindle books should be $3 profit, $2 profit for uh, our single books and, a, and an additional dollar for each additional manuscript. Those are our base prices. We raise them if we start making a lot of sales. Raise them by $1 for every something like 5 to 10 sales that you're making on those specific books. Ingram Spark will be for paperbacks extended. The downside of Ingram Spark is a little similar. They cost for reviewing your book, which can cost $50 unless you're using a promo code. And the other thing with Ingram Spark is that they will charge you for the ISBN unless you can get it for free, like in Canada or Norway. Or maybe you want to buy a batch of them. You can. There's other tricks to getting cheap ISBN codes. And then ACX, which also requires you to have a narrator and you have to have a Kindle version of the book in order to get your audiobooks out there. But this is what I would call the optimal set, at least today. The optimal set in terms of we want the maximum distribution in as many formats as possible, in as many locations as possible, so that we're not just limited to having all of our stuff on Amazon. We never ever want to risk Amazon simply deciding, nope, we want to cut all of your royalties in half. I do not want to lose those royalties on the other sites so that literally the business can keep going even if we are shut down in one location. So is Lulu good for self-publishing? What have you found? Go ahead and let me know below in the comments. Have you found that Lulu is a great place? Maybe you use it for something I'm not using it for. I would love to hear your comments. Uh, and I respond to 100% of all comments that come in or questions that you may have. And check up above me here for more answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.